Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. So today's episode is a little bit different to normal, and that's because it's a recording of a live streamed workshop that I delivered quite recently in the Speaking with Impact workshop series. Now, the Speaking with Impact workshop series was a four-part workshop series that I delivered over lunchtimes. They're about 30 minutes long and they cover a whole host of different elements of, yep, you guessed it, speaking with impact. Now in the first episode, I talk a lot about how to distill complex concepts into simple bite-sized messages that your audience can understand. In the second workshop, I talk about my all-time favourite foolproof technique and framework for establishing your authority, establishing your credibility, calming your nerves and overcoming imposter syndrome. Yep, all of those things in just one framework. In the third episode, or in the third workshop I should say, I talk about the speaking with impact blueprint and all of the different components that go in to speaking with impact. And once you know them, it's actually not as hard as you might think. And then the fourth workshop was all about an invitation to come and join me in the next impactful presenters program. So the next four episodes of the Speaking with Confidence podcasts are the live recordings of that workshop series. Even if I do say so myself, they're corkers. They are content rich and fabulous. Yes, they are live workshops. And so if you're only listening and not watching, then there might be some things that you miss out on. However, if you would like to see the videos that went with the workshops, then head over to the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group. That's Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Just search for it on Facey. You will find it and you'll find all of the videos, all of the replays of that workshop series right there. So settle in, sit back and enjoy the next four very special episodes speaking with confidence sorry speaking with impact as part of the workshop series the ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world when you can share your knowledge you can facilitate change and when you can facilitate change well you can change the world one conversation at a time But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, wherever you are watching from. I can see that we have people live. Please let me know in the comments 
where are you participating from right now? Where in the world are you participating from? And as you're letting me know that, also let me know, is this your first workshop in the series? Is this the first time you've made it to the live or have you been here all week? I would love to know in the comments. And because I'm asking you to do all of the things as we get started, let me know how you went with the homework from yesterday as well. If you've got a brag bag story, I'm really keen to hear. Hey, Antonia, lovely to see you here all the way from Newstead across the river. So yes, if you did the homework yesterday, I'd love to hear some brag bag stories. Hey, Prue, I'm so glad that you could make it. Prue's all the way from Rockhampton, so I'm not going to make any comments today about how hot it is in Brisbane because it's not going to be anything compared to Rocky. And hey, Anna, in Wangaratta in Victoria, and welcome to the second workshop. I'm so glad you've managed to make it. So for those who are tuning in for the first time, my name is Kat. I'm the founder and creator of a program called Impactful Presenters. And I do this work because I want more people to be making their dent in the universe. And one of the things that I've discovered is that what holds many of us back from making that dent, from making that impact, from speaking up, is feeling like we can't articulate ourselves well, feeling like, oh, maybe we're not good enough, or just not being able to communicate effectively and with impact. Hey, Sarah, yes, I know you've been here all week, all the way from Western Australia. Good morning to you. And so this week I have been hosting four, this is three of four free online workshops all about how to speak with impact. And it's been a pretty big journey so far. So many, all of the thoughts just crashed in my head. All of the thoughts just crashed in my head. I also just wanted to remind you before I talk about the journey that we've been on for the last three days is that the reason I jam these into these lunch hours, my lunch hours, is because I have a day job. I have a full-time day job at Ipswich City Council and um, it is a little bit demanding today, to be perfectly honest. And I must admit, I slid in right in the nick of time to make the 12.30 time slot. So that's why we're here at this time 12.30 lunchtime in Brisbane. So what have we been discussing so far? So if we go all the way back to Tuesday, you'll remember that I talked about how through my entire professional career, which is now 30-odd years, I've realised that the key, the key to professional success and influence really is this ability to speak with confidence, with authority, with authenticity, and with impact. I, I explained early on, in fact, I explained on Tuesday how even though I have been on stages and been public speaking pretty much since I was 16 when I joined the debating team at school, whilst I've earned my reputation, while I've built my profile, while I've always been relatively confident in just getting up and doing a bit of a rah-rah, I haven't always been able to speak with impact. And so over the course of in particular the last few years, I realized that all of these skills that I've collected over the years, actually, when I pulled them together, created a speaker's a speaking with impact blueprint. And that's exactly what I'm going to share with you later today. Also on Tuesday, though, what we talked about was how do you distill those big, complex messages, those big, complex concepts into simple messages that you're 
audience or your listener can understand. And you'll remember those who saw um, workshop number one. And if you didn't, I'll post the link to workshop one, the replay, in the comments later today. But I talked about how it's actually not about distilling your complex notions into bite-sized tweetable advertising slogans. It's actually about taking your audience on the journey. And I'm going to talk more about that in a second. Yes, Prue, sometimes busiest people are the most efficient. I'd like to think so. So then yesterday what we discussed was my all-time favourite framework for overcoming imposter syndrome, for calming your nerves, for establishing authority and credibility, and that's the earn the right. And that's where this homework piece that I mentioned a couple of times this morning has come in because one of the key parts of your earn the right is your stories, your brag bag stories. And a brag bag story, and brag bag comes from a book by Peggy Klaus, The Art of Tooting Your Own Horn Without Blowing It, a brag bag story is where you go back into your past, into your, whether it's, you know, community, career, something you did with the kids, activities, whatever it is, that provides evidence as to what it is that you now talk about doing. That structure of the earn the right, you'll remember, is your name. That's how you calm your nerves. You stick with something that you know. The second part is the what you do and why you do it. And you've heard me just say that I'm the founder of Impactful Presenters because I want more people making their dent in the universe. And so then the stories talk about, no, they don't talk about, they illustrate. They illustrate how it is that you can do what you do without listing a resume, without um, listing all of your qualifications. So if you did get the opportunity yesterday or overnight, or even this morning, or even as you sit here watching now, if you have thought of some of those brag bag stories, let me know. Just a quick one, you know, in terms of, oh, I realised that I had this one all the way back when I looked after the school tuck shop and whatever it is. Just let me know because it's one of those underestimated parts of our history. We don't lean on our past enough to give us credibility and confidence into the future. So today's session, today's session, there's a few things that I want to address for you today, particularly for those who have been watching all along. First, I want to answer any questions. So if you have a question about anything you've learned so far, please pop it into the comments, please. I've also got a couple of questions that have been asked across all of the different platforms because I am streaming to LinkedIn and to a couple of places on Facebook. I want to let you know about a particular fabulous case study um, of one of my Impactful Presenters students. And I want to share with you the Speaking with Impact Blueprint. So yes, a fair bit to cover in the next 23 minutes. But seriously, ask me those questions. It's not often that I'm available to provide this level of coaching. So please ask me questions about how do you distill your complex messages or how do you earn the right to calm your nerves and to establish your authority. Let me give you an example, though, of where all this fits in. Hey, Sarah, she's got a couple of stories and you did categorise them. That's awesome. I'm going to come back to about that a little bit later. So... What I wanted to say, I'm just picking up a piece of paper so I can make a note of that. I wanted to tell you about Tony. 
Tony is a recent participant of mine in the Impactful Presenters Program. And I've known Tony through my work at Council. And so I was actually really delightfully surprised when she signed up for the program because I was like, you've got this handled. You do speaking engagements all the time. You know exactly what you're doing, you know. And when I said to her, well, why have you signed up? She said, well, because your story really resonated, Kat. I might be able to stand up and speak, but I don't feel like I'm converting. I don't feel like I'm getting the opportunities that I should be getting when I stand up and speak. So just yesterday, Tony reached out to me and said, I just wanted to let you know, I've been using my own the right. I've been using the structures that we learn about in the program. And literally this week, I've had two new client inquiries. Now, Tony um, provides bid writing services, tender writing services for clients. And she said, both of these inquiries came to me because they heard me speak. I love that. And it's not that I love it because she's one of my students. That's an added bonus. I love it because it validates my personal experience of sitting in rooms, speaking to rooms, knowing, knowing that I know what I know, knowing that I have really good ideas to share, knowing that if I could just work with a client, if I could just bring those people into my universe, I could really add value to them. But something wasn't landing. Something wasn't connecting. And if that's true for me, as someone who has been speaking for a really long time, if that's true for me, then I can only imagine that it's true for so many other people. So what I love about Tony's story is just by being herself, putting a little bit of structure in behind her, she's converting clients. She's attracting the people that she wants to work with into her universe and they're reaching out and they're asking for more. So I can see some questions. So Sarah says she did categorise her stories. So Sarah did ask in um, yesterday's session, um, do I categorise my stories? Do I kind of organise my stories into different things, that the, the different elements that they tell of my past? And I laughed and said, if only I was that organised. Sarah's obviously an organiser because Sarah says, I did categorise my stories with two laughing emoji faces. I have my career, my quest, and the people I have met. That is a ripper, a ripper of a categorisation, Sarah, because right there, and not knowing what Sarah does, but right there, Sarah, I can tell that Sarah knows that she's got quite literally a bucket of stories to talk about the people that she's met, a bucket of stories that tells about why she's ended up where she's at right now in her career quest. I just, oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations, Sarah. My follow-up question to you, Sarah, and to anybody else who's done the homework, because I see Antonia's also done the homework, what is it? Well, now that you've pulled those stories together, where can you see yourself using them? One of the questions that I did receive yesterday was, can these be used for job interviews? Yes, 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 they can. Absolutely. And in fact, when I sat for the interview for the role that I'm currently in, 
Of course, I bumped into all of the stock standard imposter syndrome. I'm not sure I'm good enough. I'm not sure that I'm what they're looking for, all of those kind of things. And so when I read back the selection criteria to myself, instead of looking for words to prove that I could meet the selection criteria, I looked for stories. I looked for examples. The beautiful thing about that process was when I was doing my interview prep, I felt more confident because I had the evidence. I had the evidence that I could do what it was that I was pitching myself for. And I'm nearly two years into the role, so I guess I'm doing all right. One of the other questions that I had that I wanted to answer is where do you start when you're taking your audience on a journey? So let me just recap where that question comes from. So on Tuesday, we were talking about how do you distill your complex messages into simple ones. And I explained that actually it's not about in one fell swoop capturing everything into one. Instead, what it is about is taking your audience on a journey almost as if it's taking them across a series of lily pads across the river and how you determine what those lily pads are are by asking yourself well where is your audience or your listener right now compared to where you want them to be and how not even how many steps but what would be the next step that you need to get them to so for example if you've got a highly resistant listener or a highly resistant audience you're for example, a change manager, and you need to lead a significant change that you know people don't like. If you try to take them all the way to the end in one briefing session, it's all going to blow up. But instead, if you step into the shoes of your audience and say, well, what's, the, what's, the, what's a manageable first step that I can take them on? And then once you've got them there, then what's the next step? And then what's the next step? And so the question was asked, well, where do you start? My answer to that is to ask yourself what's in it for them. Or I like to say W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? And by that, I mean what's in it for your audience? What's the payoff? What's the benefit? Now, we see this go wrong often where the benefit is actually the benefit is more what I want of you positioned or spun. That's not a whiffum. You actually need to legitimately understand why are your audience either showing up for you or if it's a no choice situation, what is in it for them? And in a case where it's a no win situation for the audience, sometimes Sometimes you actually just need to say, this is what's going to happen. And as speakers and as communicators, we need to be willing to own that. Oh, Sarah has just articulated the most beautiful comment. She says, I have my quest on my business Facebook page. That's my most important one. It's also created offshoot videos that I've made relating to it. It's what drives me. And right there, right there, it's what drives me. Is it the core of your earn the right? Don't shy away from that because it is what 
will help you build rapport with people and it is what will help you connect. And that's a key ingredient, a key ingredient to successful communication of any sort, but particularly speaking. It's enabling connection. Now, I'd say chat amongst yourselves, but chat amongst yourselves for just a moment as I bring up a, another file that I want to share with you because in my hurry, I didn't. So I'm just going to turn on share screen and I'm going to find myself my slides. Mm, no, I'm not. Share screen, share screen. We're going to tab across all of the things. That's what we want. I'm still here just trying to, there's only so many things that I can actually multitask um, and that didn't work. So ask me questions while I'm doing this little technical thing. And no, that's not going to work either. Gosh, I hate it when I let myself down. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share the slides that I'm trying to share right now. Oh, no, there I go. I think I figured it out. Share screen. My show window. Got it. Okay. I want to share with you the Speaking with Impact blueprint because I've been saying quite a bit, I've been saying quite a bit this week that Speaking is a skill and speaking as a skill can therefore be learned and it can be learned by everyone. And this is so very, very true. I've also been saying though this week that even as someone who has been speaking on stages since the age of 16, even as someone who has been taught by some of the world's leading facilitators, even though I would be pretty close to thousands of hours on stage, it has still taken me 30-odd years to figure out how to actually speak with impact every single time I need to. And I went on a little bit of a quest of my own, to use Sarah's words, where I was asking myself, well, why is that? Why, why with all of the skills I have, do I still not know how to speak with impact and this is kind of what I came up with and in case you hadn't noticed yeah I'm a bit of a post-it note fiend there's my post-it notes for today's conversation so there are so many different elements of speaking with impact some of it's around how do you manage a stage how do you do the AV how do you engage a big room how do you manage a small audience how do you take people on a journey how do you use video, the whole kit and caboodle. And I realised that I had all of these skills in my back pocket. I had all of them in my back pocket. But what I hadn't done, what I hadn't put together is I hadn't pieced them together in a blueprint. I hadn't brought them together in a way that I could lean on, that I could put my back up against and go, that's it. That's the rule book. So to just talk you through this blueprint 
first of all, you need to have your solid foundations. You need to earn the right, which you now know exactly how to do. You need to know your outcome. Now, that's just an extension of exactly what I was talking about in terms of the WIFM. What's my outcome? But what does the audience need in order for me to get that outcome? You need to understand what your key messages are and you need to have a structure. Then you need to be able to manage both yourself, like I just did, as well as your audience. How do you deal with questions? Particularly, for example, how do you manage questions in a meeting or in a small group scenario where actually some of the questions have the potential to derail you? You need to be able to stay on track and deliver to time. You know, I'm keeping an eye on the time right now. I've got nine minutes to go. How do you be engaging, particularly in video environments <laughs> right now? And also, how do you manage your timing? How do you make sure that you don't run out of time at the end of your allocated time, where often those closing comments are the most important? So they're the kind of two big chunks, if you like. The second piece, in, or sorry, the third piece in that blueprint is then how do you facilitate others? For those who are listening on Tuesday, one of the things that I talked about was I had the extraordinary opportunity to facilitate panel conversations every month for five years when I worked with networks. What that taught me was how to facilitate meetings. doesn't look like that's what it taught me, but what I took out of that was how do you quite literally give every person the spotlight? How do you weave together all of those ideas so synergy can be created so opportunities can pop and then how do you make it feel like there's movement even when it can be a little bit full of friction and then finally if they're your kind of three key points in a standard speaking with impact blueprint well thanks to the last couple of years we now need to do all of that in virtual environments and yes I am calling that freaking virtual so the reason I share this blueprint, and I will share a link to that a little bit later on. The reason I share this blueprint is because speaking is a skill. Anyone can do it. And we have those skills in our back pocket. As leaders, as business owners, as managers, we do those things all the time. We manage ourselves, we manage others, we facilitate we anticipate questions, we do this. But we haven't ever put it all together in a blueprint. We haven't put it all together in a rule book. So that's the Speaking with Impact blueprint. And as I said, I will share that a little bit later on today. Again, just ask me any final questions before I wrap up because we are getting close to the end. But here's what I wanted to let you know about. So, yes, as I've mentioned, I have a program called Impactful Presenters. And tomorrow I open the doors for the first time this year. I'm only going to run this program two times this year because, as I've said plenty of times before, I have a full-time job. So I will talk more about that tomorrow in tomorrow's session. And in tomorrow's session, I'm going to answer even more questions. I'm going to recap some of the stuff that we've discussed in the last two days. And I'll talk more about what is involved in the Impactful Presenters Program. So please tune back in tomorrow if you would 
love, love 2022 to be the year that you make greater impact in your business, if you open up more opportunities in your career, or if you just like to have your voice at more of those conversations. When I sat down and kind of really tuned into what it meant, you know, making their dent in the universe, it came back to some aspirations that I've had on and off over the years about being in politics. Because I don't know about you, but I honestly believe that the world needs to hear from more diverse voices. Don't get me wrong. I'm not necessarily saying that I'm a diverse voice myself. But I realised that one of the things that gets in the way for people in politics is not being articulate enough, not being able to cut through, particularly in short, narrow moments in time. One of the things that I've really honed in the last, I think I'm up to nine years now of working in the public service, is grabbing those opportunities with elected officials, for example, to slip in an idea you've got 30 seconds to do that, right? So that whole lily pad concept is really important there. So I think why I'm saying all of this is to let you know that speaking with impact isn't about becoming a professional speaker. It's not about being one of those people who takes a stage and speaks to hundreds or thousands of people. It's also not just for when you become a senior manager or a CEO or anything like that. In fact, it's one of the ways that you get to those more senior roles. And for the business owners who are participating in this workshop series, speaking with impact isn't necessarily about because your client attraction strategy involves speaking, but it's about being able to craft your sales pitch. It's about being able to introduce yourself at a function or it's being able to take up those spontaneous speaking opportunities and really land them. And yeah, Prue, I love the idea of letting your authenticity shine through too. I think it's such an important part, such an important part of connecting in today's age of not just virtual, but also social media. There is no other, there is no other communication platform that is as effective as speaking when it comes to achieving your professional objectives. No amount of Facebook posts, marketing copy, advertising slogans, briefing notes, press releases, none of those things have anywhere near the same clout as being able to do this or sit down in a meeting and have a conversation, none of them. And so if we can all speak with impact, if we can all bring our authenticity to the table, then oh my goodness, oh my goodness, not only how dramatically affected and improved all of our businesses, careers and lives would be, but how fundamentally different would the world be? That's what I get really excited about with the work that I get to do here in Impactful Presenters. So 
As I wrap up, and Prue, I see your question there. I'd be keen to hear about tweaking things for different platforms such as Facebook versus LinkedIn. Well, that's a really interesting um, approach, Prue, because I'm literally streaming simultaneously right now to LinkedIn and to Facey. So, hmm, I'm not sure whether you need the different approach. I'm one for saying this is me and um, this is how we roll. But that's another conversation for, actually, I've got, one minute left, so I'll quickly do it. I like to think of Twitter as the world's water cooler. Facebook is the world's barbecue. And LinkedIn is the world's professional networking event. And so if you think about your different kind of communication styles for those different kind of formats, then you've got a bit of a sense perhaps of a different approach. But nine times out of 10, in my case, what you see is what you get. This is me. This is how I roll. And thank you, Antonio. I have worked for a long time on that approach of abundance. So with all of that said, here's what you need to know about tomorrow. Same bat channel, same bat time, 12.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. That is Brisbane time, as I said, because it's in my lunch break. I'm going to be talking you through how the Impactful Presenters Program works because I would love for you to be part of it so you can take your speaking to the next level and create your dent in the universe. Please post your comments, your questions, everything in the event below, in the comments below, I should say. If you're watching on LinkedIn, I will post the LinkedIn event link for tomorrow a bit later on today. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, everyone. Thank you so much for your active participation. It was just delightful. And here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you soon.